Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Join me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to give the sacrifice of praise with our lips today. You alone, Lord Jesus Christ, are worthy of all the glory. We come today and we confess our sins to you. Forgive us, please, Lord, as we have not served you as we should. We have not always been faithful as we should. We ask that you'd forgive us of our sins as we now present ourselves to you, seeking to present ourselves to you as living and holy sacrifices acceptable to you, which is our service of worship. We thank you for this time of year as we pause to celebrate your coming among us. We thank you, Lord, for your great humility. You emptied yourself and became one of us so that we might be saved and come to have a, a relationship with you for eternity. We pray for the needs of the people in our church, many who are sick and grieving and in pain and other kinds of troubles. We pray for them, those that are rejoicing with the announcement of new children coming and others. The, we are happy and we are sad, Lord. We Bring all of our emotions to you today and all of our distractions. Oh, how we are a distracted people these days. We ask for the Holy Spirit's help so that we can truly accomplish what you want us to do in these dark days. So that Jesus might be honored and glorified and that many might be saved. May the Holy Spirit of God now be our teacher. And may we focus upon the fact that you never change. And we're so grateful. You are the unchanging one. How we praise you and glorify you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning. Good to see all of you. Merry Christmas. If you have your Bibles, find your place in the book of Hebrews. All of our boys and girls who are here, we're so glad the boys and girls are coming to church. Bring, bring your Bible, boys and girls, and find your place in the book of Hebrews, ask your mom and dad, your grandparents, whoever you're sitting with, they'll help you find the place. You might have to help your parents find the place, so however you have to do it. Hebrews chapter 1, where Paul the Apostle is writing these words to a group of Jewish Christians who are going through very hard times. Well, for some series of months now, while you're finding your place in Hebrews chapter 1, let me go back and say a few things to you. First of all, again, may you have a wonderful Christ-filled Christmas and may the Lord bless you. And I hope that it will be a wonderful time for you of encouragement with your family and friends, however you are able to meet. And we invite you to join us on Christmas Eve. It, it always is and it will be a special time. Perhaps we forget sometimes the realities that the world uh, gives us uh, always are in a state of change. So we are changing people in a changing world. Everything seems to change. Nothing seems to stay the same. But today we read about the truth of the fact that the Lord Jesus demonstrates for us in His life... Uh, the fact that God never changes and that He is the unchanging one. So I'd like for you to stand now as we read the Word of God together. We'll especially be looking at verses 10, 11, and 12, but we're going to read from verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 1. God, after He spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways... 
in these last days has spoken to us in His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world. And He is the radiance of His glory and the exact representation of His nature, and upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had made purification of sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be a father to him and he shall be a son to me. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, And let all the angels of God of God worship him and of the angels, he says, who makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And the righteous scepter is the scepter of his kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. And the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish. But you remain. And they all will become old like a garment. And like a mantle you will roll them up. Like a garment they will also be changed but you are the same, and your years will not come to an end. Now, Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word. Holy Spirit of God, teach us the word of God as we glorify the Lord Jesus Christ for his unchangeableness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. So today I ask you this question. When was the last time you considered the fact that God never changes. Do you assume it? Have you thought about it? Is it, is it ever something that comes to your mind? Well, in these, uh, in these days of turmoil and change and confusion, it seems like every day something else is coming loose. There's all kinds of change. We're physically changing. All of us in this room. Our children are growing up and we're all getting older. It's happening to all of us. There's change all around us. Uh, there are some who are, there's another generation coming and being born. Even in our church, we've had, uh, we've had children born and others to be born, new generations to come. And sadly, as we say, but yet rejoicing for those who are saved, there are others who are uh, ending their life, they're dying, and they're going to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. How we pray that more would be, the sadness is that the vast majority of people in this world enter eternity and face an eternal hell because they have not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are surrounded and we live in a created world of change. It's all that we know. It is the thing that gives you your greatest grief and pain. Because if you spend your time looking at the things and focusing on the things that are changing, you'll never have hope and joy. That's why I have said to you over and over for months on end now, lift up your eyes and your mind, set your mind on things above where Christ is seated. In these days, 
in these days especially that we live, in these days of 2020 that for all of us, we'd have to say, don't compare to anything like we've ever experienced before. And we've talked about it at length. Set your mind on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. How great is our God? Why, He is great in compassion. He is great in patience. He is great in mercy. He is great in His loving kindness. He is great because He is everywhere. He is great because He knows all things. He is great because He is full of wisdom. He is great. How great is our God. He is greatly to be praised. It troubles me to see in our own, in our own church those who are focusing themselves on the things that change. My friend, did you know, did you know that if you would simply by faith refocus your minds upon the unchangeable nature of our God, you would have great hope. You would have great joy. You would have a peace that would never go away. All of us are searching for that which won't change. The only way you'll find it is to have a living relationship with Jesus Christ. He is the one who never changes. That's our focus for today. God never changes. And here's your Christmas gift today. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is anyone glad about that today? Amen. That is what centers our lives. He is the unchanging one. In these verses, we have a great and dramatic contrast between what changes and what does not change. You see it beginning in verse 10, where we're reminded that the Lord Jesus Christ created the world. In, in verse number 2, we read these words, In the last days God has spoken to us in His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world. This is the declaration of the Word of God. Man has, you know, my generation of uh, those going to school and those around my age, we're the first ones that went through an entire uh, curricula through our school days of teaching on the lies and foolishness of evolution. We had to listen to it. I had to listen to it. As a boy, uh, my generations where it all was really coming to bear in schools and it continues to this day. It's interesting to me that even boys and girls who hear this, this uh, silliness about uh, uh, evolution, they know in their hearts that something's not right about that. You see, God has made us to know that there is a created order and that someone created all things. And the reality is here, you must determine whether you will believe man and his lies who, by the way, dies, who has a beginning and an ending, at least in this world, and then faces an eternity, either with Jesus Christ or without Him, or we will believe the Word of God. The Word of God is clear, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Creator of all things. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And He created all these things. You, Lord, verse 10, in the beginning, you see, there was a beginning to creation laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands, Lord Jesus. And then we quickly come to verse 11, the first, the first phrase. They will perish. You see, the created order has a beginning and an ending. I'm standing here to declare to you today that even though you stand on the ground of this earth and you look into the stars of the sky... And when you look through the microscope, you see all of the wonders of the unseen world that are microscopic. 
whether it's in the massive macro scene of the created order or in the micro. The reality is that all of these things in the created world had a beginning. They were created. They were created by the Lord Jesus Christ and they will have an ending. So it brings us to three observations that are found. They're very clear in verses 10, 11, and 12. Number one, the Lord Jesus Christ has always existed before time and creation. I say it again to you. The Lord Jesus Christ has always existed. He is the everlasting God. He has always existed. He is beyond and above time, my friends. He is above and beyond creation. He is not a created one. He is the creator of all things, for He is everlasting God. This morning, I wonder what you do with that in your life. You see, before there ever were any generations that began with Adam, all the way up until all the generations that are represented in this room today and across the planet, the Lord Jesus has always been. He has always existed, and before time even came to be, where there were days and nights, before there was ever any created thing in this world, even in the beauty of the Garden uh, of the Garden of Eden, and then the fall, and then the corruption of the earth, the fact of the matter is, our Lord Jesus Christ remains. Notice it in verse 11. They will perish, but you remain. You remain. This word remain is a word in the original language that means to continue permanently. That's what we always seek as human beings. Permanence. But we never find it. We never find permanence. It doesn't happen in our jobs because we're reminded in the Word of God there are seasons of life. Seasons mean that things change. There is a time for this, there is a time for that, and you will pass through those seasons. Some of you, as, some of you have children that are beginning to move through the seasons of life, and many of us in this room have lived long enough to experience many seasons of life, but they come and they go. There are changes, but the Lord Jesus Christ, this is how you praise God. This is how you glorify God. You say to the Lord Jesus Christ, you remain. You are the same. You are permanent in all your ways. In these words, we're reminded that this creation that we are living in, this world as it is, we think it's a very solid thing. Uh, we, we, we think that perhaps the world will always be, but we're reminded in the Word of God that the, the world will one day perish. Let me read you the words that Peter describes about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 3, I'll just read it to you for the sake of time. 2 Peter 3 says, By His Word, the present heavens and earth, that's the ones that you and I, we have our houses built in the, this present earth, and the heavens that we see above us, and all the stars, and all the things that the satellites show us from space, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. The day of the Lord will come like a thief, in which the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat, and the earth and its works will be burnt up. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ has always existed before time and creation. 
And these things that we see around us, this world in which we live, has a beginning and will have an ending. The second thing I want you to see from these verses is this. That the Lord Jesus Christ has always been and will always be the same. Notice in your Bible as you read. Verse 11. They, that is the earth and the heavens, will perish, but you will remain. Number one. Number two. And they will all become like a garment. Like a mantle. You will roll them up. Like a garment, they will also be changed. Now it's Christmas time and... I need to go ahead and, and uh, uh, give the bad news to some of you men in here because you need to know it. This is just the way it works. But you're probably going to get a new shirt or britches. That's what I grew up called. Men don't wear pants. They wear britches. You're going to get new britches or shirt this year for Christmas. You know why? Because your wife is sick of seeing you wear that same old shirt or old britches. You're going to get something new. That's coming. You See, I even have amens from women in here. Because garments wear out. They get tattered. They get holes in them. The, the, the buttons fall off. And they get frayed. And you can only wash it so many times. And you know, this planet is the same way. It's growing old as time goes by. Read it again here in your Bible, verse 11. And they will, they will, and they will all become old like a garment. Just like a garment wears out, just like verse 12, a mantle. Notice the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ over creation. He will roll it up. He will roll it up and like a garment, they will also be changed. This old world, my dear friends, is gradually decaying and becoming old. There's only so many places on the planet you can dig the gold out until it's gone. There's only so many places you can run the pipelines to find the oil till you have to frack as we do now in these modern days. Uh, the old earth is growing old. You're growing old. We all face the reality of change and the things that come in the created order. There is a growing decay. There is, as Paul reminds us, that the creation itself groans, waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is such an effect upon this world because of the sinfulness of man. And we know it. Our farmers know it. You can't kill the weeds. You kill them, they come back. It doesn't matter what you spray on them, what you do to them. If you plow them up, cut them up, they're back, they're back. It is this, it is this tragedy that we find in the created order. And it is growing old and decaying. But here we read these wonderful words. Though the world is growing old and like a garment, the Lord Jesus in His authority will roll it up and be finished with it. He says, but you are the same. The Lord Jesus Christ today is the same. I've come today to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by my words. I'm not really impressed by what anybody thinks about what I say. I have no apologies for what I declare from the Word of God. It is my responsibility to stand here and declare to you the truth of God's Word as best I can and to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. And I will tell you this, everybody else in your life will change, but the Lord Jesus Christ will never change. He is the same today as He was 
yesterday and He will be the same tomorrow. And the same Lord that saved you is the one who is with you. The same Lord who saved you is the one who will help you and give you strength in your life every day. He is the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever as the Word of God says. He never gets old. He never decays. He never has a time when He will not be Lord. He is the only begotten Son of God. He is the Creator of all things. He's the Savior of the world. He is the Lord of all. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is judge of the living and the dead. And He is ruler of all nations. And He will always be all of those things. And I could have said many more. So today the Lord Jesus has always existed before time and creation. I am doing my best to call you, my dear friends, in all of your distraction, to turn away from this mess in the world and turn your eyes toward the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is the same. He was the same in World War II as He was in the Vietnam War. He is the same today in these days of pestilence and discouragement and despair. He is the same from the beginning of time with Adam and Eve. He is the same and will be the same and beyond when this world is gone. You will deal with the one who is the same. You get disappointed in your relationships. You know what you say? Well, I used to be close to so-and-so, but they really changed. Oh, by the way, so did you. You all change. We never stay the same. We're always on to something else. We have to move on. We get bored, don't we? Well, you know what happened to me when I was a kid and I said that? I, I got jobs when I was telling my parents that I was bored. I got a lot of jobs. I quit saying it. Boys and girls, don't tell your mom and dad you're bored. Just be busy. Do things that are good. Don't say that. The important thing is we are people who change. But the Lord Jesus Christ never changes. Today we praise and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ because He is the same. And I say, Lord Jesus, You are the same. You are the same who can be Lord of those who will respond to You. And You are Lord even if they do not. You are Savior of those who will believe in You. You have come to save those who will believe, but You will be the judge. And one day all will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. This third principle we see or observation is found at the end of verse 12. And like a mantle, you will roll them up. And like a garment, they will also be changed, but you are the same. And then, because it's impossible to describe eternity. Eternity is not years and time, but we must use time to understand eternal things. Your years will not come to an end. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ has always existed before time and creation. The Lord Jesus Christ has always been and will always be the same, even as creation grows old. And the Lord Jesus Christ will always be alive. We saw it last week. I did my best to preach to you and share with you what the Lord said in Revelation chapter 1, the final book in the Word of God, reminding us of the things to come, the blessing on those who read about those things that are coming our way. The Lord Jesus said of Himself, I, these are the words the Lord said. After His ascension to heaven, these are the words that He gave to John. The first words, I am the first and the last, and I am the living one. Behold, I was dead... And behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and hell. Your years will not come to an end. Oh, how sad we are 
when we find those who are our loved ones and their years are coming to an end. Their years on the earth are coming to an end. But I remind every person in this room, you were made a living soul and you will live forever after you die on this earth, either in heaven or in hell. And your determination of the place where you spend eternity will be based on whether you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you are saved. The reality of what we see today is this, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the I am of God. I mentioned it to you last week. The same words that the unseen God spoke and said to Moses when Moses said, Who do I tell them is coming to deliver them? Israel. And God said, I am that I am. You tell them that I am has sent you. The God who is the same. The God who is eternally the same. I am. And the Lord Jesus said the same things to those doubtful, uh, doubtful religious leaders in his own ministry life on the earth. He said before, listen to these words. Either the Lord Jesus Christ is lying and the greatest fraud in history, or he's telling the truth. He said to these religious leaders, before Abraham was, I am. He declared his glory as the eternal God, even while he walked on this earth. The Lord Jesus now reigns and he is seated. We read it in verse 13 right here before you. Hebrews 1.13. Sit at my right hand, God says to the Lord Jesus. Until I make your enemies a footstool for your, for your feet. So today the Lord Jesus is risen and ascended. Very much alive just like you are alive today. With a glorified body. Still bearing the marks of the crucifixion. He is alive and He is seated and enthroned as King over all things, regardless of the changing nature of the times. No matter what wars have gone on, whether it was the Revolutionary War, whether it was the battles in the Old Testament, all of these wars, whether it was uh, the battles that have taken place and the wars that go on among the nations. For, for all these generations, the Lord Jesus is the same. And from Adam to the present time, mankind has been born and died. But the Lord Jesus Christ's years will never end. Nations and kingdoms and governments have risen and fallen. But the Lord Jesus Christ's years will never come to an end. Kings and emperors, presidents, statesmen have all lived and died. And many, many generations of common people. But the Lord Jesus Christ's years will never end. Yet one glorious one, one eternal, unchanging one has remained alive and will remain alive forever. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. He was before time. He never grows old. He will never die. He is alive forevermore. And He will always be the Lord Jesus Christ, the unchanging one. That's who we bow to. That's who we show submission to. That's who we obey. That's the one that we bring our changeableness to and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm never satisfied. I can't get comfortable. I can't get settled. I'm always afraid. I'm always fretting. I'm up today and I'm down tomorrow. I bring you all of my changeableness. 
And I submit to you as the one who never changes. This is what you must do if you're going to walk with God and have peace in your life. And I say it for the third time today. I love you and I'm your pastor. As long as you focus on the changing things in your life and the world, you will be a miserable person. But the day you turn your eyes to the Lord Jesus, who remains, who is the same, and whose years never end, you will have a joy and peace in your heart that nothing can take away in your life. Well, what do we need to remember today as I've tried to exhort you today in these times of trouble about the unchangeableness of God? Well, number one, these things are obvious this morning. I know as we finish in a world of change, that's what the world is. It's always been a world of change. The Lord Jesus Christ remains the same. This is the, this is the great truth of this passage. It is to show us the changeableness of creation the changeableness of the world, the changeableness of the sinfulness of man, and the unchangeableness of our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, whom we must serve, whom we must surrender to and believe on. And the Lord Jesus Christ can save you as a changeable person. He can also forgive your sins as a saved changeable person. You see, our life continues to go on with our battle about if we'll just do this, and perhaps it will be better. If we just change this and go here. If I move here, if I do this, if I take that, it all demonstrates the unsettledness. It just demonstrates the, the changeableness of our nature. We're so fickle. Well, you know, that fellow isn't going to be a good leader. Let's replace this. Well, let's get over here. Well, I need to do that. It goes on and on every day. Living our lives not with peace and settledness, but in changeableness. What misery, my friend, to live your life without the peace of God and a settledness and a, and a uh, ability to be content with whatever is happening in your life because whatever comes in my life, the Lord Jesus Christ is the same. He is available to me for whatever I need. Great joy comes when you trust Him. Great joy. This very book, Hebrews, just a few chapters going forward. We read those words, let us approach the throne of grace that we might find help. Anybody here need help? Of course you do. Us changing people, we need help all the time. So go to the throne of grace that you can find help. And mercy and grace in the time of your need, that's what we do. We go to the unchanging one. We speak to Him when we're young. We speak to Him when we're old. We speak to Him in the middle age of life, of whatever age we come. We teach our children the same thing. Oh, how wonderful it is. Think of this today. Think of this. That no matter what conditions your children face, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is, he is available to your children and your grandchildren. Some worry and say, oh, what will, what will be the world's conditions when my children and grandchildren get old? Well, they'll be terrible. They'll be horrible. But the Lord Jesus Christ will be glorious and the same. That's why, you know what? You must pray, you must pray and ask the Lord as you dedicate your child to the Lord, continue to pray for your children and grandchildren and say, Lord, save these children. And may they, be, may they rise up to be a generation that glorifies God better than we have. 
That's what we must pray in these days. We speak to the one who does not change. We speak to the one who knows the beginning from the end. We speak to the one who understands all that we're thinking in our minds. He knows where you're going to go. He knows how many days He's given you. And we submit ourselves to Him and recognize that after we die, we're still alive. And we face this one who does not change either as Savior or as judge. So what do we do with all of this, Pastor Mike? How do I live my life? How do I change my ways? What do I do? Well, we should praise Him. The unchanging Lord Jesus Christ for His ceaseless grace to us. This is the way you can do it. When you bow your knees to pray, maybe on this Lord's Day, before you get preoccupied with other busy things about the season, maybe you pause and say, Lord, today at our meal table, we praise you because you remain when everything else changes. You never change. You are the same. You are the same one who saves us. You're the same one who forgives us. You're the same one who sends the Holy Spirit of God to restore us. You're the same one who, who is in us, who fills us. You are the same and you will never Never die. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ as best you can for His glorious unchangeableness. And trust the Lord who is always present. You see, here's the difference in how you come to hear this preaching today. If you come here today for facts or you're checking out the preacher to make sure that I'm remaining in the boundaries you think are correct in your view of the Bible. You're checking on me to see if you, well, okay, he did okay on that. Check, check, check. Or perhaps you're not listening for your own self. You're saying today, do I trust the unchangeableness of the Lord Jesus Christ in my life? Am I going to trust him when the worst of days come in my life? And you might be in the worst of what you think of your days. You might think these are the worst of your days. Do you trust the one who does not change? Will you trust Him in the joyful times? And will you trust Him in the sad times? Will you trust Him in the time of your great health? And will you trust Him when you can barely get around and make it? Will you trust Him when you have a lot? Will you trust Him when you don't have anything? Will you trust Him? Because He is the one who is the same. He is available to you in all of your circumstances, however they come. And so today, this is the test. The test as to whether or not I just stood and preached this to you as truths from the Bible and whether I live by them is whether I will trust the unchanging God who has revealed Himself and done His work through Jesus Christ. Remember, the Lord never changes. His grace, His mercy, His love are to every generation. Remember, every generation has the opportunity to hear about the blessed truth that the Lord Jesus Christ has come to this world. And that's how we celebrate today. You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. And they all will become old like a garment and like a mantle. You will roll them up like a garment. They will also be changed. But you are the same and your years will not 
come to an end. You remain Lord Jesus Christ. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And your years will never come to an end. Praise be to God. Hallelujah.